0: podcast. So once upon a time, there was this French fella. His name is Emile Couet. He was a psychotherapist of some sort who had this ability to uh, convey to others that they were the means for their own healing. And he did it through tapping into the subconscious mind. And there was a repetition of phrases, much like you would see some form of manifestation today. But this was some sort of psychotherapy on the subconscious level. And he taught the mechanism, really, of physician heal thyself. There was a bunch of different phrases that he uses. One of my favorites that I picked up from one of his books is day by day. In every way, I am getting better and better. So he he opened, you know, at the height of his legacy, he opened multiple facilities where he was taking an inpatient, people who had chronic illness and maybe, you know, death orders soon. All forms of people who wanted healing would go to his facilities where he would get them under a form of medicine that was brought by the person themselves, and he took them through this training course of getting them to their core beliefs of who they are so that they could bring that concept of who they are into their awareness. In a lot of cases, there's been times in my life where I've just needed maybe to forget or I felt the need to forget who I am or to not really have that as an emphasis and a focus in my life because I feel like I'm better used elsewhere and helping in another way and, and completely disregarding the question of who I am. Now, some of the nicest people I know and some of the most notoriously, you know, nice people, people pleasers are people who have forgotten themselves and who have dedicated their entire lives to others. And this word and most of the time, people who do this end up with chronic illnesses or fatigue and pains that are just unresolvable. And what the French fella, Mil says is that it's a form of neglect that's going on. Most of the time when we do these forms of service and these acts of love, it does help us for a minute. But there's almost like an unwritten contract that happens when it's And I'm speaking for myself, you know, let me do that really quick. Let's not I'm not painting the story for the entire universe. Let me zoom out and get back on my chair in a shed and let me remind myself where I am really quick. I have a tendency of doing things and almost expecting something in return. If I... Clean the house. I expect a form, I, you know, would expect a form of reciprocity. And it's an unwritten, unspoken contract, which I guess you could call that an expectation. And that's disgusting and it's gross and it doesn't help in any way but i do it because i want it's almost like saying i love you and how i love you is almost like a booby trap because and you and you booby trap yourself because i say i love you and i sit there and i wait for the i love you to be reciprocated so it's almost like i didn't say i love you because i love you but i said i love you because i wanted to hear i love you too and that is uh, i guess a form of manipulation but it's like because I needed a certain tickle that needed to be tickled so I tickled it myself through using somebody else and the point I'm trying to make is that it's all this reaching and grasping tendencies of I need to feel loved where's this love what 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 am I doing like what Am I lovable? That question right there. And the miraculous event that took place in all of his, Emil Kueh's facilities is healing happened. And healing happens as we start to become our own cheerleaders and believing it. So sometimes in my, let's say, Let's get rid of the word sometimes. In my life, I've had experiences where maybe I felt that I did something, and because of that, it turned the people that I loved. it, It maybe was a cause to stir their emotion, or at least that's how I felt. And because of that, I felt like I was a bad person and unlovable and things like that. So there's almost this core belief that if I do this, then I'm going to make the people close to me really mad, or if the people close to me know this certain dark thing about me that I've been hiding my whole life, then these people are, are going to not love me. It's going to make me unlovable. So I have to hide it. What I'm saying is once the truth comes out or once the truth is seriously rooted or accepted and surrendered to and understood that's really when the magic happens and and we are in charge of that and the crazy part is bringing to awareness the parts that we have gone astray from being our own fans where did i get lost (laughs) like if it's true that I am all that I have because form of possessiveness and ownership is just ego representing itself and grasping for another form of validation and love and trying to prove myself that I am lovable so this ownership concept is actually just a form of neediness and attachment and if that's true then then if I am my then it comes down to just me and my interpretation of this life. And at first, this thought is very lonely. And in Emil Kueh's, uh hospital, and in my shed, I guess, it's the same concept. It's lonely. That's a lonely period. And that's, you know, some people can recognize that as the dark night of the soul, where you just go through it, and all these things are being forced to be faced the dragons are coming to be slain and the suppressed emotions that were once just a little butterfly at the time have gone into the caves and metamorphosized into these massive dragons because they were undealt with well it's time to deal with them if it's healing that we want if it's light that we want, if it's truth that we're after, it's time to deal with these things. It's time to deal with ourselves. It's Dealing with ourselves is loving with ourselves. How do you deal with any situation? What's the best way to deal with a situation is to go in with love, as love, to go in as love, no intention, but to just be there. So, Emil Kueh, expressed that in multiple cases, the people who were fully able to surrender, which is another word for be humble, and to just accept life as it is, and themselves as it is, and their past as it is, and as it being the recipe for who you are, which makes your past beautiful, flavorful with so much rich culture and distinct flavors that make you you, make you unique, which makes you perfect in the grand scheme of things in the really zoomed out puzzle piece look, you may be you may look like a little obscure puzzle piece with rigidity and maybe some softness here and there. But in the grand scheme of things and in the zoomed out look, you truly are perfect and you fit in just right. And you're exactly where you're supposed to be. And you're exactly lovable because you're perfect. And the you will be placed in the place where you need to be. And the pieces around you will be placed accordingly. And that all starts with acceptance and loving every thing about us. And as we do that, then we start feeling these parts in our body that, well, let's go back to maybe starting to love the body. What does that mean? Well, what does it mean to love oneself? What does it mean to accept oneself? Let's go into that story. Well, let's say any of these forms of trauma that you've had to deal with in your past came from an overprotecting parent that was really just trying to love you and express love the best way that they could which is in all cases most i should say most parents at any time were just trying to do their best in any given time especially given the situations that they were given and um some of These parents were dealt really shitty hands, and they were just dealing with it the best that they could. Maybe they weren't emotionally available to themselves, and they were only emotionally available to the needy ones. Which brings us back to the point of being necessary to love yourself. But what does love yourself mean? It means to not be overbearing. It means to not be over-hypercritical. What does that do to a child? What did that do to you? It means to be totally accepting, total loving, total light. It means to treat yourself the same way that God would treat you and that God does treat you. And if that stirs up some issues, then those need to be looked into. Because all God is, is total loving, total acceptance total freedom, total light. It's almost as if you can just take a big breath in and relax into the, like a love sack or something. It's really comfortable, that feeling. That is the way to treat yourself. That is the way God treats you. Anything less is demonic, delusional. Shouldn't have gone that extreme with the words, but holy smokes, it's just not light. Imagine all light is, is just light, right? Imagine a state of just light. The only thing that blocks light are maybe walls or something that light cannot go through. Well, the only thing that is, is this light, is this love, is this total acceptance is this total freedom for you to interpret life the way that you need to interpret life. You're being served the dishes according to your goals. What I'm trying to say is loving yourself is being forgiving, is being open, is being able to just sit without judgment and that's so easy to say, and I've been taught my whole life to do that to other people. You know, to be forgiving to other people when they betray you. Who's betraying who? When someone betrays you, and or let, let's say this, when somebody does like some douchebag thing. Wait a minute, who's the person that is calling this guy a douchebag, and by what means? How come... I am perceiving this as a douche behavior. Well, that's my own perception on this person's life. And I'm letting it affect me to the point of building up a hate wall, calling this person a douche. And that's disgusting. It's not love. It's not accepting. It's, it's judgment. You know, it's... Right off the bat, I've been taught, wait, that's not right, so it's not in my life. I have to call it something so that I can, you know, not accept it. It needs to be packaged and labeled as not good and sent out the back door. When in a perfect world and in a perfect acceptance and in a perfect loving environment, it would be just an accepted behavior. And maybe a kid spills something on the table. Well, the kid's learning, right? If I take away that learning experience and if I'm washing things up before the kid has any chance to learn anything, well, it'll just happen again. And I'm enabling that repetition of bad behavior. So there's an accountability that needs to take place, not only with children, but with ourselves of, and with myself, okay, holy smokes, let me zoom back and sit on my DI chair in my shed that was, that's not even insulated. So hold on, let me just take a seat again. It's good to take these extreme personal inventories and then analyze with, well, what do we want? In Emil Kuwe's offices, people wanted to just feel good again. People wanted to love themselves. Well, actually, that wasn't their intention. They just wanted to heal. The loving came from accepting who they are as a person. Now, something that has been really on my mind lately, I'm a father of four. I've got four awesome kids, and these kids are just direct mirrors of my every single life and are teaching me anytime they do something that's maybe distracting or overwhelming. It's just such an awesome learning tool of where I am holding resentment and negativity that I can just go into and let go of and remember how it was when I was a child and how people were dealing it when I was, you know, that young. And then I can go into it in a playful way. I was never doing anything, uh, you know, on purposely bad just to, for the sake of being bad, it was always a reach out for attention and it's good to uh, take that zoom out approach when my kids are lashing out and put myself in their shoes and to remind myself, Hey man, this guy's just trying to have fun. So I can jump in. Like how, let's say this, who else in your life is just trying to have fun? Like how cool is that? That these kids are just trying to fuck around in the house and have fun all day long. That's the coolest thing. When does that stop? That probably stops at the same time where they start thinking that they're doing something bad or that something's wrong or they started acting a way that wasn't in a line or maybe loss of love was felt because they were just trying to have fun, you know, and express themselves in the only means that they can, especially around here in a Utah winter. These kids got nothing but Netflix and some blocks, you know. So, of course, there's going to be messes. Of course, there's going to be breaks. So, Mr. Zach, you got to remember to be patient with these little ones and to be patient with yourself as they're growing up. Just keep doing your best, buddy. So, yeah, being a dad is that an extreme mirror, especially. When somebody is on the path of introspection and just being brutally honest with themselves, yeah, you know how they say hurt people hurt people that's true, and unfortunately, there's just nobody closer to somebody than their family, so when somebody's hurt, unfortunately, really, it truly is unfortunately that the family is the first that's hurt because they're they're the first that receives the external force of that internal storm but on the flip side hallelujah it is true that healed people also heal people and by going through love and acceptance on yourself you, you will see the love and acceptance from everybody that you were craving it from when you were trying to do it by external means or by means of doing something or by showing that you had the best this or the most that or the biggest that. The love and acceptance is an internal battle that is like one of those muddy mile marathons that I see some of my tough dude friends do. Where it's just this muddy shit fest at first that you feel very accomplished getting through by the time that you're done. Or so they say. I've never done anything like that. (laughs) Iron Man? No, it's not the Iron Man. It's just some messy obstacle course that is really a sense of accomplishment when you're done. So it is with the internal journey. And what is the internal journey? That sounds so Frodo Baggins, but the internal journey is just the journey of finding where we hold these negativity, these patterns, these beliefs, these shadows, these little dark spots, that's called, this is called doing the shadow work. In my interpretation is finding these dark spots and it's not a battle you will find that when you sit with these big dark spots and these big old demons and these massive, massive dragons, that just by visiting the light or visiting the dark as the light and who you have become with the understanding that you are, knowing that they don't need to be fought anymore, that you can just sit with them, then the dragon really turns right back into that butterfly instantly and it flies away. And these big, ugly things that we always thought about ourselves were not big and they were not ugly the whole time. We live in a world that it's more common for people to change their face than it is for them to change their mind to just sit with the possibility that they are is that Zach, you are completely and ultimately love, which makes you lovable. And whoever's listening, you too <laughs> And that's a massive realization. So then it becomes, what, like, what, do I, what do I do from there? How do I impose myself? Well, you don't even have to. You just become love, and you visit every situation with love, and all of a sudden you become lighter, and you can start standing up straighter and loving yourself more. Then you go into these horror stories that you've been telling yourself or that people have been telling about you, and you sit with them and this is the point of meditation, this is a point, this is, okay, Zach, calm down, this is a an awesome adventure to go on, if you are maybe just starting meditation, or if you've ever been interested in meditation, is find these yucky spots about you, find these darkness, maybe the grimy maybe some things that you've just never wanted to address about yourself and the more that you become love and the more that you become your own cheerleader the more that you want to progress and are going to be okay with what comes up just as you would somebody you love do that for yourself emil kuwe says day by day In every way, I am getting better and better. This is almost a mantra of some sort that he would have his patients repeat about 25, 50 times a day. And just with this subtlety, this subtlety alone, it cured thousands, thousands of people. So imagine what negative ones are doing to you. Actually, don't, sorry, don't even imagine that. But let me just, (laughs) no, don't go into that. Don't go into the, the imaginative process on how the negative ones would affect you. Just go and see the negative ones that you already have and understand, and just let the understanding happen so that you can see how it is affecting you. Because we are living in our form of heaven, whether we like it or not. And that there's that phrase, as within, so without. Our internal state, our ex- let's say this, our external state is a direct reflection of our internal state. If we do not like something about our external state, it's because of something that is going on in our internal. So, long story short, maybe there's a little bit of homework there but the we'll get into more of what it means to love i just had somebody bust through the door at the shed so i'm going to cut it off here the homework today is love yourself and f- start and we do that by being honest and finding where we are falling short of just unadulterated unconditional love that we deserve, that you deserve, and who else is going to give it to you than yourself. It's a need to step back and zoom out from the perspective of wanting it, desiring it, needing it from any external source, and then ultimately finding out that, you know, here we go again, Moana's back, Moana's back, (laughs) Moana's back, baby.